Great morning. Back for another Noodleberg Daily Huddle. Mark Noodleberg, glad to be in the seat with you guys because I missed yesterday. Lori and I are swapping. I, I've got to tell you this. I don't remember the last time you and I did the show together. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. I think Whoa. we did. Like, Wasn't it last is, Monday? Last Monday. <laughs> it's, a, it's a good sign, man. We're out there. We're doing. We're hitting. It's You are, are on fire, sir. I'm, I'm proud to say I love it. Just love it. This discipline to the process. Discipline to the process. It's all it's about. And, and you and I have a rhythm right now, which let's call it Michael Jordan, Scotty Pippen. <laughs> I love it. Right? <laughs> Who's Jordan? Who's what? Jordan? <laughs> That's what I wanted you to know, baby. It's, just, it's like the it's like the varsity blue scene. Stick to the basics. Stick to the basics. Good morning, basics. Michelle Podorf. Good morning, Melissa Graves. Good morning to the Sistel people. We are having technical difficulties right now with you guys. So for whatever reason, my emails for the last five days have not been going through to the Sistel team. So I was like, I kind of sent some emails out at the end of last week. And then came back around yesterday and was like, am I getting ignored? What's happening here? Yeah. So I, so I figured out. Like, So I started I, – I sent a text to somebody. and was like, hey, are you getting my emails? And they were like, no, I don't have any emails from you. I'm like, oh, all right. That makes a lot of sense. So if you have not heard from me, it's not because I'm ignoring you. It's because we have technical difficulties. Smoke signals. So a couple of things going on. Hard to imagine. Six weeks away from Easter. Yeah, it's great. Lent starts in like a week. Holy cow, Lent. Um, today is Mardi Gras for those who, who party it up pretty good. Um, I get a text yesterday from Scott Smith. Scott Smith is at Mardi Gras. The guy Wayne that we met at the True Network was there. He invited him. And who are they with? Sataka. No way. <laughs> and it's like, they go... The guy, you know, so that Steve is a friend of Wayne's, which we didn't know. That's who I smoked the cigar with. Steve starts talking about a um, cigar bar that he owns, which he is a part owner of of the Smoke on the Water. Smoke and the Scott water. goes, well, you must know my buddy, Steve Noodleberg. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> so Mardi Gras, Easter, all good oh, stuff. From the waste management tour to Mardi Gras? He's on a you know, world tour. <laughs> What a world tour! I think he was actually on one of the, the one of the floats, the rafts, what? whatever they call them. I don't know. I, I don't know. Um, anyway, it is Fat Tuesday, so but I worked out, so I'm not fat. Um, so uh, it's the eve of uh, Valentine's Day, and you know most of Valentine's Day is a pretty positive thing. It can be lonely if you don't have a significant other. Uh, love the way you talked about your wife yesterday in our meeting. That was warming. I'm thrilled to have somebody. But there are situations where you have an ex and it doesn't bode well. You know, you, that stays with you. And so the San Antonio Zoo, <laughs> um, 
<laughs> came up with Cry something. me a cockroach. You can name a cockroach or a rodent after your ex and watch it be eaten for Valentine's Day, which is so dark and gruesome. So wait, wait, wait. It's more not, wild stat about this. Dark. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. It's not dark because they use it as a fundraiser and raise $250,000. Still dark. <laughs> it doesn't change the fact that it's a very I dark thing to do. To watch your ex get eaten. <laughs> You have you have real issues. We need to talk about your capabilities to move on. Um, and then finally, just I can't came, believe they've raised two hundred and twenty-five thousand dollars through that fundraiser. Insane. insane. Like, that's a lot of people who have some serious hate, issues. That's with their a lot energy. of hate, man. People got to turn that into some positive energy, you know. Uh, uh, finally, uh, a couple of weeks ago, a week ago, it was Groundhog's Day. They said it was going to be in early spring. Tell that to the people up north today who are waking up. Blasted by uh, a new storm, crazy snowstorm, crazy. Another <laughs> grateful day to be in South Florida, even though we have rain. We're going to bring you a great show today. It is my promise. Steve Noodleberg, Mark Noodleberg, Shea Money, Shay. Thanks for running the board. You do a great job. Wake this thing up. Your uh, Michelle Potter off, man. She's great. It's all about mindset, man. Let it go. Let it go. Um, so anyway, some cool stuff going on. We always start with a uh, affirmation. So Shay, can you show me today's affirmation? And Mark, would you read it for us, please? In the face of rejection, I remain resilient. I value and honor myself, understanding that my worth is not determined by the approval of others. I attract genuine connections that appreciate and embrace me for who I am, fostering relationships built on authenticity and mutual respect. This is going up on my wall like big. I may have somebody come and paint the mural because, you know, rejection is a part of the game that we chose to play. Like they said in The Godfather, you know, this is the business we chose. And, you know, the reality is, it, it gets under the belt a couple of times. We I got rejected, so I thought, on Friday morning. You know, something I had been working on for a while. It finally came to an end, thankfully. And I was kind of in a funk, and you and, and Jake smacked me upside the head. So what the hell's the matter with you, man? Drink your own Kool-Aid, man. Do right. it. Yeah. I mean, it's a reminder that confidence comes from yourself and not from the acceptance or the approval of others or the accolades. Like, I wrote about it this morning. There are people, like, losing their minds over Travis Kelsey bumping uh, Andy Reid and getting in Andy Reid's face during the game. And Andy Reid responded the way Andy Reid should respond. He didn't react. He didn't freak out. And in the moment, he wasn't thinking about, oh, man, I wonder what people think that look like. Or I wonder what people's opinions are of that happening. 
He knew he had to get to Travis. He had to talk to him, had to figure out why he was so emotional, what he was so pissed off about so that they could problem solve and go on and do something to win the game. So like if you're if you're if if you're worried about what other people think or your own val your validation is coming from the results or from other people, you're setting yourself up for failure. Yeah, I, I mean, for me, yes, yes, yes. But one of the values of having a coach or an accountability partner was that you just smacked me in the head and said, drink your own <laughs> shit. <laughs> Boom, and I was fine. I had a great day. And I realized I didn't even really want that. This is the problem with me my whole career. It was sports. I just mm -hmm. want to win just to get my, the spear in the fish. Yeah, I, I didn't right. actually want to do it because I don't, I just didn't want to be there. So anyway, um, in this world of um, everybody has an opinion, in this world of, um, oh, there you go, Christian. Right. Hey, there you go, Chris. Um, in this world of opinion and everybody is telling you what you should do, which is kind of funny. I had a friend tell me years ago, quit shooting on me. You know, yeah, don't right. oh, you should go to this restaurant. You should go to this movie. I didn't ask your opinion, you know, but there's stuff you got to be really careful of. And I saw this post on LinkedIn and it absolutely drove me to sickness. Um, so this guy's uh, is I call out sales shenanigans and help sellers navigate the corporate whatever. And he goes on to say prospects don't care about being your friend. People prefer working with experts, which right there alone, like I got up on stage in Austin and I said, I got introduced as an expert. I said, I'm not an expert. I'm a student. And they were like, whoa, I go, I'm learning every day. I promise nobody wants your shitty virtual coffee or invite to the barbecue. <laughs> what a fucking moron. <laughs> yeah. I mean, look, like he's, he has a drastically different look on sales. And I don't know, I would tell you that like, I've been with, I've been around, I've been in, in an organization where there have been guys who were not necessarily relationship guys that were still successful in biz dev because they were just slamming the numbers and it's not a sustainable way to live and it's not an enjoyable way to live. And I like for me, I look at it as I let, let me let me back up for a second. I went down the rabbit hole with one of these LinkedIn experts, right? That can tell you how to scale your business and do everything. And the very first recommendation on like their qualification call was to automate the out the outreach. And I was like, why would I do that? Anybody that's telling you that you should automate your outreach or that you should get right to the point is not interested in your long-term professional development. Like that it's not going to sustain you success forever. And if you look at that guy's track record, a lot of different sales jobs until he opened his own telecom consulting company. The expert. Right. And like the, that philosophy does not benefit the individual. It may work long. It may work for a while. It may help well, you so it's interesting because he says here it's so dumb how this rule hasn't changed since the dawn of the first transaction which so <laughs> but so let's play devil advocate to this right like you could be a great relationship developer 
if you can't communicate what you do, how you do it in a way that people can understand it, you You can't sell. sell. So at some point you have to have an expertise to be able to communicate what you do, how you do it and, and why people should do it with you. But in order to get that conversation, you should, you got to be a likable, trusted advisor. You got to be somebody that people are willing to open up to in order to solve a problem with. So I think that guy's philosophy is absolutely trash. Yeah. And you know, I think it's, it's, it's hurtful to people to teach it that way. And here's the challenge and I'll throw it out there. There's no qualification. He can say whatever he wants. He can sure. his whole career and hung out a banner. I'm the expert in sales. And sure. There's no qualification. There's no nothing. So um, just be careful who you listen to. Thousand percent. Love that. Oh, that printed, percent. By the way, it did print it. So the people that says Stella. <laughs> you know. um, uh, there is a LinkedIn user that is here that I do want to shout out. Uh, Shay, you got to get with. This is Joey Jansen. Joey is so hey, good to see you this morning. Joey's so great. Joey, first of all, you're right. You got to be your own biggest fan in those moments. You got to blow smoke up your own ass. But Joey is a brand new coaching client. He went from GOTB to one-on-one coaching. And I told him the number one thing in all that he does is him. He's a great guy, man. He can have a conversation with a, a oak tree. You know, he's just a good guy. And he said, you know what? It's funny, Steve. My first mentor in the business told me the same thing. Had a couple of the same principles. I said, dude, it's not rocket science. You know, it's basically old school thinking, new school tools. Yep. Yep. So, that's exactly right. Shit. And speaking of great people, got to shout out Andrew Niederman because had a phenomenal virtual coffee with him yesterday. Yeah, He's just an awesome, awesome human being. Like, Great story sharing and great energy back and forth. And I love what Rich says. 33% will buy even if you aren't competent if they like you. So like, <laughs> getting people to like you is always a better strategy. Or finding yeah, yeah. people that you And here's, here's what's amazing. Here's what's unbelievable is that Andrew comes through Howard Levine's tree. I know. So just crazy, crazy stuff. Last thing before <laughs> we move on, Dr. Ficara. Um, whatever you're doing with cigars, dude, I need cigars. So call me today. I'll buy. I need to refresh my uh, my inventory. But his sales strategy is friend them, feed them, and the guy makes a great steak and follow oh, up. Wow. So three Fs. Dude, thank you for that. So here's the thing. It always takes two. Shay, give me motivational music. <laughs>
So, um, what he could be the coolest guy ever born. I mean, he was. Yeah, look at the way he was there. dressed forty years ago. You know, know, like, so much just, swag. It's so just, much so, swag. Like, such a loss. But in all of this stuff, it takes two. You know, so um, I, I'm going to lead us down a, a path of mental strength. And I follow people and I get these videos. This is a doozy. And this will lead us into what could be conversation for the rest of the day. So to be mentally strong, you have to be connected to other people. You're not a polar bear, right? Polar bears are just absolutely fine living by themselves. But humans are not. We are a social species. So if you want to be mentally strong, we need each other. And if you want to have influence with other people, people who are mentally strong have influence. You have no influence without connection. And bonding requires two things, time, actual physical time and a willingness to listen. For you to be mentally strong, find out, one page miracle we talked before, who's important to you, make sure you have time with them, and when you're with them, be careful not to talk too much. Mentally strong people do not over talk with other people, they listen. Practice something I call active listening, which means when somebody says something, repeat it and then listen for the feelings behind what they're saying and then be quiet so they can continue. So no surprise, Michelle knows Dr. Evan. You know, it's like incredible, but thoughts on what that, with the conversation. Yeah, he's, he's, he's spot on, you know, and I think that's where people struggle the most when we give them the modern business development strategy is they get into a virtual coffee and in their head, they're still thinking to themselves, well, how do I turn this into a business conversation? How do I how do I get my pitch out there? How do I get my product out there? How do I? And they're not actually listening. And all of the nuggets and all of the value is spending 15 minutes with somebody just listening to as much as you can. Like, And Andrew and I went for 30 minutes yesterday, and it wasn't enough. Right. Like, cause we ended up going back and forth and I would, I probably talked more than I would have liked to have talked, but we were just telling such good stories back and forth to each other that there was so much resonation between the two of us that it was fantastic. And that was a bond that like, okay, those 30 minutes were far more valuable than an hour spent with somebody pitching something and, you know, putting a slide deck up or whatever. Like that's just the way it works. And so in order to get opportunities, you got to spend 15 minutes with people listening to their story, actually investing and in being curious in who they are, what they care about, the things that have happened to them in their lives. And if you do that, the opportunity just comes on the other side of it naturally. So if you go back to the dude who put out that garbage, which should be illegal, you know, he's saying no room for relationships. We're humans. We are driven by connection. So if you live your life, OQP, hunting only quality people, the right opportunities will fall in your lap. 
Well, and so that's the other thing is like the word opportunity is so much broader than whatever your product price is or your product or service is. Yeah. Like he's sitting there thinking, I'm only I only need to focus my time on things that will drive transactions, which who knows what he's missing out on then? Who knows? What kind of concert he's not going to get invited to? Who knows what restaurant he's not going to get, you know, a recommendation for? Who knows what kinds of other opportunities that would help make his life more fulfilled he's going to miss out on? Because he's not open to those conversations. He's only trying to have one specific kind of conversation, which why would you limit yourself that way? And I think people get hung up in the, you, you brought it up just in your last conversation because I was listening. Um, about when to pitch. How about never? Yeah. How about no? No. How about just don't do it? Because when they're interested in what you do, they will ask. They'll ask you. Right. Oh, you know. So you know, it's like you know the. So when you talk to a guy like Fakara who says, "Friend him first. Friends don't pitch each other, man. It's just not. Nobody's bringing brochures to your, you know, pickleball game. You know, chill out. Wait." Plant seeds. So, you know, on the opening of relationships, you got morons like that guy pumping garbage out there. Don't, don't worry about it. Just 100 calls a day, 100, you know. And I say, if I can make five friends a day and I do that consistently with discipline, I will make 1,200 friends in a year. And guess what? Friends go out of their way to do good things for their friends. Like, I there's can't. I, formula, man. I delete tens to hundreds of emails of people that are immediately leading with the problem they think they can solve for me and the solution that they can provide to that problem. Like, and maybe they're right. Maybe I do have that problem and they could solve it for me, but I'm not even willing to listen to them because I don't care. I'm out already. There's no one. And that's the majority of people are obviously it works one out of every 200 times, but why would you live in that number? I have no idea why people make the decision to live in that number. So, so I, I spoke to a guy yesterday who came out of our conversation with Joe Genovese at the, the True Network. His son-in-law spent years in the biotech business. He decided he wasn't being challenged enough. He wants to jump out. You know, boom, he's going to join the employee benefits world. And they want to get him some coaching. So I had a conversation with him yesterday. And I said, dude, whether you work with me or not is irrelevant. I'm telling you this. You know how to have a conversation. You're making eye contact with me. You're, having, you're talking stuff, man. We're, right. we're going. Nobody's pitching each other. You know, it's, it was very nice. And I said, what a pleasure. I, if I can be of service, great. You know, because he was asking a little bit more specifically, right. and he said, look, it's been years since I've sold anything. And I go, it will be years until you do also. So, you know, That's there's awesome. so much uh, finesse and technique, and it doesn't matter if you have a booming personality or you're, I'm, I'm, I'm doing a whole thing on situational intro introvert or extrovert. Mm -hmm. I can be situationally an extrovert, but be yep. an introvert at the same time. So fascinating, all about mental conditioning. You know, Michelle said at the top, you know, it's mindset, your mindset. What What is consuming your brain? If you're consumed with negative shit about your ex, 
Get the fuck over it. <laughs> go buy a go buy a rat. Go buy a cockroach. Go go fund a rat and cockroach. It's, it's, it's crazy. Enjoy your uh, Valentine's Day. Always fun spending time with you, uh, sharing our conversations. People don't know we have these conversations outside of the huddle. They're always it. impactful. They're always great. If you want to have a virtual with me or a virtual with him, you know all you got to do is reach out, man. If you need help getting coached, if you're looking for a community, why would you not join Get on the Ball? Reach out to us, get the information, allow us help to help you get 1% better every day. Let's get that. Is there anybody out there, you or your friends, that can't spend $100 a month to make yourself a badass? You got to ask yourself that question, man. We have made it affordable. We are giving the, the best we can give at the, the, the best you know, investment level. So call us, rock your day, Paula Bird. Thank you for Let's being here. Let's get down to business. Please don't worry about me. I'm about to let my heart speak. My friends keep telling me to leave this. So let's get down, let's get down to business.